Hello and welcome to Exeter Life, a podcast about the people, places, and events that make up life in Exeter, New Hampshire. I'm Lara Bricker, and Exeter also happens to be my adopted hometown. I've lived here since 1998 and written the Exeter Life column since 2013. This independently produced audio version of Exeter Life launched in 2020. This week, a lot of people around Exeter know Dan Provost as a popular English teacher at Exeter High School. But recently, through some friends, I learned that he has a hidden talent. And I guess it's not so hidden anymore since I'm telling you about it on this podcast. Uh, He is a reclaimed wood artist, and he operates out of a shop in his garage known as Wally's Basement. And so you know what I had to do. I headed over to chat with Dan and find out just how this hidden talent originated. So it was, I think it was either six or seven years ago and I took apart the front steps of the house and there were these like old, they were just like rotting wood and falling apart and the patina was all chipping and everything. So I took them apart and they're all stacked up and I built new steps and I'm looking at them and I'm like, these are like those driftwood signs that people paint whales on. And Mary Page is like, all right, well paint a whale on it. And so I like painted a whale on it and I was like, oh, that was kind of fun. And so then I like, we had these like old hooks in the basement and I put like little hooks on it and I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to make a whole bunch of these. And then I like, I'm the type of person that like I get on something and it's just like, I made like 20 whale signs like that weekend. And she's like, what are you going to do with all your whale signs, hon? (laughs) And I'm like, uh, I think I'm going to do a craft show. So she's like, all right, your one rule is you're not allowed to spend any money. And so I was like, all right, that's cool. Like, I think the fun part is, like, kind of finding the wood. Yeah. And then I started finding, like, cedar fencing. Um, And so you can even, like, salvage the nails off of there. So then I was, like, really not spending any money. And cedar's so versatile because you can, like, sand it a little bit. You can, like, rough it up. You can make it look like almost anything. So I did my first craft show, and people loved it. And I was like, all right, we're in. And so then I just started... (laughs) <laughs> painting whales and chickens and like <laughs> every pig I've ever painted it's like whales chickens and pigs I think were the big popular ones but then the real key the turning point oh um so the was, saw yeah so I was doing all these frames and so like when you do a frame you know you get this like angle the 45 yeah and you get like all these little pieces that fall off and so there was like this big pile of them like all on the ground and I'm sweeping up and I sweep them into a pile and it's just like oh that kind of looks like a little Christmas tree and so I was like, oh, I'm going to start like cutting them like that on purpose. And then the Christmas trees are where it really took off. I'm doing like the scrap wood trees and then like the scrap wood Santas. And then it was just like, I'm all in. So that was 2015. And what's kind of amazing about this is Dan had no woodworking experience. He borrowed a saw from his father, taught himself how to use it. He doesn't cut anything that's not a straight line. So if you see anything in one of his pieces that has a circle, it's because he found some old chair legs or something that was round that he was able to cut straight. He describes, though, his first few years as sort of like that junior high poetry journal. He doesn't want to throw it away, but sometimes he looks back at it and thinks that was kind of rough. But more importantly, I was actually kind of curious, like, where did the name Wally's Basement come from? Well, we jokingly call it Wally's Basement, and I think... I put it out there like a couple years ago, like where the name came from, because when I started stopping on the side of the road to pick up like 
broken pieces of wood, my wife was like, that's such a Grandpa Wally thing to do, because, like, we had always, like, told stories of my grandfather, who, I mean, he was, like, legendary for bringing things home from the dump. Okay. Like, he literally bought a trailer to take things home from the dump, instead of bringing things to the dump. Okay. And, uh, And he was local? He, Ipswich, Massachusetts. Okay. Is he still living? No, so uh. that's, this is a funny story. So, when he passed away, he had this, like, just basement, just full of stuff. And this was in 10 or 12 years ago. So he had this basement just full of stuff and my grandmother was like totally overwhelmed like getting ready for like the estate yeah. sale and just cleaning it all out. So my brother Joe and I went down and we just started organizing things for her. And so this it's a basement just you could bar- you could barely even, Yeah, like, I have been right? in basements like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. on the shelf there's this like little shoebox and it just is labeled miscellaneous. <laughs> and we're like, "What could be so miscellaneous in a basement <laughs> full of miscellany?" <laughs> That actually like warrants the label miscellaneous. Like, yes. You could just put miscellaneous on the door to oh the basement. Oh my god! Right. So we get the box, we open it up, and it's old rubber inner tubes from bike tires that he had cut up, and he would use them as bushings, <laughs> like underneath chairs, so they wouldn't slip, or behind yep. furniture, so it wouldn't scratch the wall. Okay. And I'm like, this is actually very specific. This is the opposite of miss. This is the only thing in this basement that's not miscellaneous. Yes. This is like has a specific purpose. Yes. So he was oh, a little funny. he was a little crooked and, and off center that way. So okay. I think that's sort of like So that's where the Wally's basement name yeah. came from. Yeah. Okay. When people come in here for the first time, when you have your open garage, mm-hmm. what what kind of reactions do you get from people and and feedback when they come in and see what you've been doing in here? Yeah, so they're always like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't I didn't know you did this." And then they're like, you know, where do you have the time to do this? And, you know, it, it is like time commitment. Um, but like, you know, what, you got to fill your time doing something. And if I'm bored, I end up getting in trouble. So <laughs> better off staying busy. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's great. People either say like, oh, my God, I love this. This is so amazing. Or they're like, like whisper to like their husband or wife. They're like, you can, you can make this. Like, look at this. You can make this. And I'm like, you should. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Like, yeah. Go for it. Yeah. And so it's like, and I'm like, I can always tell if like, and I have seen like a knockoff. Yeah. Like, I, I was at a friend's house and they were given as a gift, like a, like a knockoff one of my signs. A knockoff from and Wally's was, basement? Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I uh, it, was my, it was like my Santa silhouette. And I was like, I didn't make this. This is like way nicer than the ones that I make. And it was like on like nice wood. I'm like, mine are on like reclaimed fence. I'm like, where'd you guys get this? And they're like, oh my God. And if you'd like to get an original, not a knockoff from Wally's Basement, you are in luck. The next open studio is Saturday the 18th from 10 to 2 at 18 Wentworth Street. And that's going to wrap up this episode of Exeter Life. If you'd like to follow me on the social media, you can find me over on Instagram where I'm pretty active. Also at Laura Bricker Author on Facebook and at Laura Bricker on Twitter. And I do hope you'll come back again to listen to this podcast because I've still got a lot of stories to tell about life in Exeter. 